You're listening to the Garage Rock Show podcast at thegaragerockshow.com. All right, it's Friday, and it's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Check us out online, of course, every week, every Friday for you, thegaragerockshow.com. Chris here with a lot of special guests in the studio. Dahlia, what's up? What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? Aaron, how's it going, man? What it do? Uh, Charles, what's up, man? Hello. And a special guest for the first time, LJ, what's going on? And good evening, everyone. Uh, we got LJ. Lots of great things happening this week in the Bonjour. world of rock and around the world. Like lots of topics and uh, releases happening today, actually. So we're going to kick it off with some of the new albums that are actually coming out today. You guys can go out and grab some stuff from Bullet for My Valentine, Charles Lloyd, and the Marvels. Uh, Drake's got his new album, Scorpion. Oh, ooh. Ooh, it's going to yeah. sting you. It's going to sting you. Look out. <laughs> Florence in the Machine uh, has a new album as well, High as Hope. Gorillas, The Now Now. Thank that you. one is, uh, we've been playing awesome. a couple tracks on the garage. Uh, that one is, I'm really looking forward to that full release. Jim James from My Morning Jacket, actually. He's got a new album, uh, Uniform Distortion, out. John Coltrane looks like some kind of posthumous release here. Uh, both Directions at Once, The Lost Album. Ooh. Kind of oh, wow. curious about that. I'm a huge John Coltrane fan, and I would love to hear what that is all about. Uh, a band called Let's Eat Grandma. Great Ooh. name. Mm. Oh. Ra- nice. Radio-friendly name there. All right. Uh, they're actually, they've been trying to get them, get them on the radio, and uh, yeah. they're really not all that great. Sorry. Too busy uh, eating grandma. <laughs> oh, Ray Davies, isn't he from the Kinks? Isn't that Ray Davies? Ray Davies mm-hmm. or somebody else? I'm not sure about that. You know what grandma tastes like, though? I, you're thinking I don't know. Ray Depends. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> uh, also, new stuff from the Interrupters, Milk Carton Kids. Uh, check that out. Uh, new tunes this week. We're going to be featuring on The Garage. We're going to be playing some new stuff from Chino Moreno, Alice in Change, Culture Abuse, Teenagers, Deaf Heaven. It's got a 12-minute long song that we're going to be playing on, the, on Ooh, The Garage this Saturday. That's tool status right there. Uh, Johnny Marr from The Smiths got a new solo album out, Nine Inch Nails. Just released their new album, Bad Witch, last week, so we're going to be playing that. The English Beat. I wish George was here because we were talking about that last time he was here. Their first new music since 1982. The English beat, oh. so we're going to be playing uh, that track. You're stuck on the garage tomorrow, so make sure you tune in 105.7 FM as well as online anytime 1057thebear.com. All right, and if George is out there, come back to us. Come George. back, George. Yeah. Please, we George. miss you, George. Uh, Pantera, sad news. Uh, we got a yeah. Uh, Pantera and Hell Yeah drummer Vinny Paul dead at 54. Um, now he died. Passed away on Friday night, yeah. June 22nd, at the age of 54. Died in his sleep. He's young. Uh, did you guys hear about this? How do you mm-hmm. feel about it? I mean, I know he was... I'm sad, man. For me, he was like one of the most legendary metal drummers, the double bass that he mm-hmm. achieved in Pantera and all that. Uh, my buddy Ian was a huge uh, fan of his, and the music that we played in our local bands was definitely influ- influenced by him and his style, I think, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Dimebag's brother, man. It's like the pam- family's got a little curse going on. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as good as he was, I just hated how the I hated how the band just closed out with... Dimebag's death and now this it's just yeah. been so much better yeah that was yeah. so tragic yeah. the way that that happened yeah. oh yeah and I didn't know I didn't know actually till reading this this article I'm surprised I didn't know this that he actually um, was not cool with Phil and Salmo right. uh, after Dimebag's death for this right. all this time I didn't know that yeah well the whole thing was with, with Damage Plan the they broke away from Pantera right uh, Vinnie Paul and um, his brother uh, basically, Di- uh, Daryl Abbott. They were brothers, and they 
you know, broke away from Pantera. They did their own thing. So some things were said in the press at the time by Pantera, ex-Pantera singer Phil Anselmo that were kind of derogatory against uh, Daryl, Dimebag Daryl. And so this fan was like a deranged fan, and what Vinnie Paul thought was that he saw that article, saw those comments, and went to this show to kill uh, Daryl, Dimebag Daryl, and... You know, so he never forgot that. Vinnie Paul had this grudge after that with Phil Anselmo that was never resolved. Wow. Never buried the hatchet. Yeah, so it was pretty crazy. So, I mean, that is crazy. uh, It's just kind of a tragic end to to that whole situation. Such good, aggressive music that was just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were ahead of their time, too. Uh, Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they were, you know, one of those bands that, like set the standard of metal especially in the 90s when metal wasn't really a thing oh yeah uh, after the, the the hair metal bullshit that happened right. yep uh they they broke away and had that groove laden like metal that was really it set it apart and yeah. i think it, you know and you have a drummer like that like it makes your band a hundred times better Just yeah exactly the drummer's the heartbeat of the band if you got yeah. a badass drummer you're set yeah I mean, really and he was incredible he was one of the one of the best out there so rest and, in peace up there with your brother uh, and of course, you know, uh, apparently, here's the thing, he recorded some new stuff with his band, uh, Hell Yeah, uh, he he's, has apparently laid the tracks for this new album that they're working on, so I don't mm-hmm. know if it was completed drum tracks, but we'll see when Hell Yeah releases that new album, uh, how much he was involved with all of that. So well, it's like David Bowie, right? Didn't they release yeah. his album Postmortem? And- yeah, he knew he was on his way out, Yeah, so I know, made it's that. like super cryptic, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and some crazy stuff uh, in terms of accusations this week. We have two stories to get to as far as that goes. First up is wife of Stone Temple Pilots guitarist accuses him of domestic abuse. Uh-oh. She's filed for divorce, according to TMZ. Have you guys heard this story at all? No. Not until I read it here. Uh, Just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of a bummer. Stone Temple Pilots, uh, uh, you know, they're going one of it. my favorite bands. I enjoy them. Yeah. Um, a couple years. Well, apparently... Uh, she says that she's, quote, that he's an abusive partner and a father with a drinking problem. She's alleged in the documents that her husband made violent threats to her, admitted he was cheating, and told her to get out of the house in front of their six-year-old. That's really not that crazy. Hmm. She also claims 56-year-old Dean threatened to kill himself like their personal friend Chester Bennington of the band Linkin Park if she left him and once took their baby into the ocean what? while he was completely inebriated. Oh, no. oh my God. Well, so that sounds pretty that. unstable, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's not good at all. No, it's not. Also, that's apparently terrible. he physically assaulted her after a drinking binge when she found him in the garage, passed out with the car running and the garage door closed. Oh, jeez. Oh, that Wait. sounds like a suicide attempt. Yeah. Uh, Man, well, a drunk. He might have just been drunk. He could have. You know, there was a guy, I think, here in town that tried to bust through somebody else's <laughs> door thinking it was his house. Oh, yeah. And, and he got getting shot. killed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, he, yeah. Was, he was wasted coming home from the bar or something, yeah. thought his buddy was in there, and he just kept banging on the door, and the guy out in the in the apartment's like, who is this maniac, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he busted down the door, and he shot him, you know? Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, you drunk idiot? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> on, my, on my 21st birthday, I woke up to the sound of... And I was like, yo, what's this, what's going on? I opened yeah. my eyes. Sprinkler was in a school field. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. He drenched. Oh, yeah. man. That's like a Happy Gilmore yeah. when he goes out to oh, meet yeah. me on the ninth green at nine. Yeah, the yeah, old ninth yeah. green at nine trick. The old ninth green at nine trick. <laughs> uh, but apparently Joe Perry's son, here's the deal. This is even weirder. 
Joe Perry's son, Aaron Perry, is now dating uh, Jennifer DeLeo, which oh. is his estranged wife. In a Facebook post that was later deleted, uh, he said all this stuff like, my girl's a warrior, the strength and courage to come out publicly in a situation like this is impressive, mm-hmm. uh, blah, 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 she's a true champion. So he's kind of coming to her defense. But I just thought mm-hmm. that was kind of weird that she's just going around like kind of like dating guitarists and kind of one of those, maybe mm-hmm. one of those chicks that, yeah. an opportunist, I don't want to throw that out there necessarily, but I am, but I, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird, you know, that, uh, you know, who well, knows? We'll see what happens. There's plenty of reality shows that kind of back that theory up honestly like lots of reality shows where wives of like you know famous people or or, or musicians or whatever just kind of jump from one musician to the other right athletes and too yeah, athletes, athletes too, too. For sure. oh, oh, God, it's all the yeah. same circle yeah, yeah. Uh, alright so and then also in kind of the same vein here Maynard James no. Keenan unfortunately has been accused of rape by an anonymous Twitter user so we want to say right off the bat that these are uh, unsubstantiated claims, but we, it's our job to just kind of throw these uh, hot topics and news out there for you guys to yeah. research on your own and check this out. Uh, we're not going to you know, put anybody on blast here. This is out in the media. This has already been reported. Uh, so apparently uh, this uh, Twitter user, I was 17, he was 36 is the name that they created. They alleged that Keenan raped her at a Nine Inch Nails, a Perfect Circle concert in 2000. She wrote in part, quote, we were in the front row. My boyfriend had his arms around me. Maynard saw me through a water in my direction. Guy next to me caught it. We laughed, thought it was cool. Minutes later, a heavyset blonde white woman came out to meet us, looked at me and asked, do you want to meet the band? Uh, not allowed to bring her boyfriend back at that point. Led backstage. She said she never saw that woman again. When she got there, Maynard was sitting on a picnic table and staring at me. Nine Inch Nails hasn't gone on yet kind of blah 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 uh, invited her onto the bus put on a movie uh she was watching uh fear and loathing in las vegas or something like that and uh apparently no consent was made she was only 17 years old he kind of just forced herself forced himself on her so that's kind of the the gist of the story yeah so is this your guys' first time hearing about all of this? Everyone no, no, here. I saw this headline earlier today. Okay, so what do you guys first think? Time I heard okay, it. Dolly, as a woman, uh, Why you're. Why do I have to start? Because Carlos, you, first. you have the most valuable opinion here. here on this subject. Yeah. What do you think of this? And you're sassy. This is we a claim established. You're, you're sassy. Here's the thing. This is a woman who said that she didn't want to do this for a long time for fear of whatever, and she's coming out now and saying this wasn't a recent thing. This was quite a bit. This was 18 years ago when she was 17. And uh, it's been discussed on Reddit. So what what do you think about the, the story as, as it stands right here, right now? Okay. No comment. We're married. If Maynard wanted to take advantage of no me, comment. I'd be like, okay. Oh, <laughs> come on. God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. No, I think. I think with the yeah. Me Too movement. Oh, God, yeah. A lot of women are Even like. Even Charles would be like, Maynard, go for go it. Go for ahead. it, buddy. <laughs> go to town. Go ahead. I, that, yeah. that is, is this look, what backdoor back passes means? one of the means? creepiest looking guys. Are you kidding me? Maynard. Um, yeah. Let's scroll back. Look at that picture. No. Uh I think with the Me Too movement, a lot of women are emboldened right now. So it's like, even though it happened a long time ago, like if we see what happened with Bill Cosby, a lot of people are just like, well, That's this still also happened a, to me. It, it was a traumatic thing no matter how long it happened yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Oh, so, by the way, this happens. Like, We'll, we'll see as the next week. side to that coin, too. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, and like sure. we were saying, yeah. we're, a lot of these guys are getting basically put on blast. And yep. it's basically you're guilty until proven innocent yep. in this social media fucking kangaroo court shit that we're, we have going yeah. on in the world right now where anybody could write a lengthy blog post yep. 
and put somebody on blast and sound like a legitimate story when it could be absolutely fabricated yep. in no substantiation whatsoever. But the damage is done. You know, Chris Hardwick got his stuff canceled. We'll talk about him later. Yeah. Uh, Dean DeLeo, already everybody's got this sour attitude. Same thing with Maynard. Now, you said some of your friends, I don't want to mention all of that necessarily, but people no, that you know that were Tool fans were yeah. kind of like hitting you up like, hey, did you hear oh, yeah, about this they crazy were. Yeah, they were. situation with yeah. Maynard? Like, what is going on with this? And there's another, there's another person who was like a music journalist. Like, he kind of followed, you know, the band. He said, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. They never had a heavy set white blonde lady like that never happened they always right. id people like he you're like, talking about the article on reddit where yeah. this guy kind of came to the maynard's it was defense actually a heavy man with long yeah. hair yeah. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a woman yeah but no he said that it just he was like it just doesn't check out the story doesn't check out so it's it's from an anonymous source it's unsubstantiated and there's right. people who are saying no that's not right um, I don't. I, I'm. Res, I reserve judgment until like a little bit more evidence comes out. There was a football player recently. Um, this is a couple of years ago that he, he. I think he ended up serving some jail time because yeah. this lady. We talked him. about that story on uh, like yeah. one of the first episodes yeah. of this show. And we, she came out and said oh, it yeah, was all right. a lie. It was all a lie. And she got yeah. in a friend with a, yep. a female, yep. and that's where she got the black eye. Yep. And she blamed it on him. That's and right. She said, "I'm going to burn your career to the ground and yep. all that stuff." And she did it on purpose. Yep. You know, wait, what, who was what player was this? It was. Uh, I can't remember his name, but it, it was, was on our famous, show. Yeah, we were talking a famous NFL player. I'm sure. I'm sure you knew. In the it was like. Uh, a month or two ago yep. when he actually was vindicated because she admitted all of this in court that yeah. she lied she lied and she was trying to set him up and trying wow. to fuck him over yep. you know oh, because she thought scary. he was cheating on her and whatever right yeah. like talking to other girls or something and okay well if you're gonna do that I'm gonna fuck your career up yeah. right have you ever seen catfish I mean for god's sake people yeah. make entire life yeah. stories up like I you know. know, it's it's just reserve judgment until like a little bit more evidence comes out. But like, don't be too quick to condemn right your your favorite. But definitely be informed or actor or that you know if this is an accusation, we need to take it with a grain of salt and just yeah. be like, hey, you know, if this person is coming out at this time, we need to respect that. But at the same time, like you said, let's do our homework here, see what the happens or what the. Uh, the, the, the responses outcome. well yeah. and the response there's yeah. uh, Maynard's yet to respond from uh, to this this is like well, you know it's happened in the past couple days to? yeah well I don't know do you think he should Reuben Foster yeah. do you think he should just say nothing Reuben Foster Reuben yeah. Foster yeah, Ruben wow. Foster, that was the guy. Unless it's like, it unless it's like that that guy from the south huh. that was running more, that was running for senate, and no, like twenty five women came forward. Ruben like, Foster, that's who it was. Uh, I think that might be true. All right, well, no. you know, we just like to throw the news out there for you guys to do what you will with it, and uh, you know that was that was out there. So we'll follow up with it, of course, next week and see if anything happens. If Tool says anything about that or Maynard as yep. well, you never know, man. I mean, she could have said she was older. Right. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a groupy situation could've, there. Could've, could've so why did she leave her boyfriend out there and sat and watched a movie? You know, yeah, that know. was all her decision, right? Like they, she could have yeah. said at any time, no, I'm not comfortable yeah, with no, this. I'm busy, sorry. Yeah, gotta I have go. somebody waiting for me. Yeah, and they, they no, said, I'm going to sit yeah. here and watch a like, movie. What does she do now? If she's like a successful woman, you know, you got to scratch your head and wonder. But if she's like maybe just a money grabber. Yeah. Or he right. could have raped her. But or, no. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. But that, yeah. either way, it's just wild to be. It's like, hard to comment until we really wow. know. You know. Yeah. yeah. No. There's we don't, no we're just, evidence we just know the story. substantiating the story. 
that we've seen. Yeah. All right. So we'll follow up on that. We're uh, totally biased here. No, Sorry. we're not. I don't. I don't think we. Nah. Are. Well, I draw the line right in the middle until I have evidence, yeah. and then I kind of. I agree you know, with Charles. Right. Yeah. All right. But it's just this time of call out culture and Me Too. Like, that's going to happen. So I guess the story is the moral of the story is. Don't fuck it up for the women that have actually been through some shit. Yeah, trying to get some money. Like the lady, like the lady with Aziz Ansari. Do you ever, you guys remember that? We talked about it last week, right? It was like a bad date. It was a bad date. Well, that's the thing. It's like like she could have left at any time. Yeah, and it was a bad date. She was like, I took my clothes off and then I got snuggled. And yeah, maybe as you recounted, it sounds bad and everything, but it's like a bad date, and you could have left at any time, and you know. Fuck, we all have those times, you know? But then, like, for, like, I don't know, 48, 36 hours, however long it takes for everybody to be like, okay, so she blew him, or can I say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. She blew him, but then, like, she she felt bad about it. Gave him oral sex? All right, well. Yeah. yeah. That's her own account. Yeah. I mean, and then she was uncomfortable with it, right? You want to be a little bit more PC. like, halfway, and I don't know. You're entitled to feel like, you know fuck that sucked I don't yeah. like that or whatever or I did that because he was famous or I don't know why she but you right. just so then now Homeboy doesn't have a show or whatever I don't know if they're bringing the show back on Netflix no but, but like, it's true know, like, he gets smeared and everybody has this you do that and, like that's attached to you forever you know yep. mm-hmm. it's wild yep. yeah it's crazy yep alright well uh, moving on to the next uh, headline here in the rock world former Iron Maiden singer Dennis Wilcock is suing Iron Maiden for 2.6 million dollars for not crediting him on five songs from Iron Maiden's first two studio albums. Wow. Uh, this is uh, apparently this guy's name, uh, Paul Day. Made up name. Or no, well, Paul Day was the original singer in Iron Maiden. Wilcock, uh, Dennis Wilcock, succeeded him in the band in 1976. He claims during his two year stint with the band that he wrote to the composition, contributed to the composition of the songs Iron Maiden, Phantom of the Opera, Prowler. <laughs> Charlotte the Harlot and Prodigal Son. Uh, Addressing why he's levying these allegations now, 40 years later, he said he never listened to Iron Maiden's music (laughs) after he left the band, (laughs) so he never knew the band continued on with his lyrics. That's his claim. Uh, Okay, I wasn't born in 1976, but I also want to make that claim. Like, I wrote some shit. And you guys <laughs> stole it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who the fuck yeah. is this guy? <laughs> I know. I know. That's, it's, uh, apparently, it also includes a claim by one of the members of the British band Beckett, which previously settled a copyright lawsuit against Iron Maiden. The claim argues that Iron Maiden stole lyrics uh, from Beckett's A Rainbow Gold and used them in Hallowed Be Thy Name eight years later. Hmm. So there's this weird history of... Uh, I think they're just trying to cash in on Iron Maiden's success and just say, hey, man, they ripped us off. We played They're a gig with them one time. Well, okay, no, 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 no. That, that's not true. Iron Maiden is doing quite a bit. Not, they, yeah. not $2.6 million worth and, of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. And millennials yeah. are wearing Dolly, their shirts. You don't know. That publishing over, time, I, that publishing over time was probably They'll get $2.6 point, million dollars for one show in Argentina or something. Okay. Easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I guess I'm out of the loop. Their publishing is probably at that area, but let's say it is, but is there like some statute of limitation of 40 fucking years? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. What are you doing? What were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> just two days ago, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah. Five years, maybe. Let's, let's just call the forest for the trees. Like in 1976, he was high as shit on cocaine. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he, he yeah, no he must be high to leave Iron Maiden. Yeah, an idiot. He's like, uh, I must have wrote. I, yeah, and, and that's a good point. I wonder how he. <laughs> I don't know how he left the band or if he was kicked out. Like they don't say that, so he, he, he's not really sure. I know Iron Maiden how. fans know. I'm sure, but I'm, I know how. I'm, One fateful night in Florida, <laughs> he, he went on a coke filled binge with Dave David, David Crosby. Crosby. <laughs> that's right, David Crosby. <laughs> and then they both soaked their mustaches, right? Just full just of coke. Went, went for it. Went crazy and yeah. woke up with parakeets and all kinds of yep. shit. Oh my god. Lost on the Appalachian Trail, and the rest was history. <laughs> yep, the rest was history. Uh, all right, Allison Chains got a new album coming out, and we're going to be playing a new track. Uh, it's called "So Far Under." We're going to be playing that tomorrow night on the Garage. So check it out. It's actually a pretty badass track. I really like it. It sounds. This is the first time that they've recorded in Seattle uh, in twenty in more than twenty years. Hmm. Uh, it's recorded in their hometown. It's called Rainier Fog, and it's named after Seattle's oh, Mount man. Rainier. And it's the first album the band's recorded in its hometown in more than 20 years. Talk about a stereotypical uh, Seattle name, right? Right, Rainier Fog. I bet you, how much you want to bet, half of the kids in that city are named Rainier Fog. (laughs) (laughs) Or they're depressed. Yeah, yeah. But awesome. So uh, it's going to be coming out August 24th, uh, new Alice in Chains album. So check that out. Uh, And check it out tomorrow night as we play a track from that. Uh, so Nine Inch Nails in the news as well as Trent Reznor. You'll dig this, uh, LJ. Trent Reznor says Kanye West and The Weeknd stole Nine Inch Nails' live show. He uh-huh. says this during an interview with the BBC. He's, he's claiming that uh, the hip-hop superstars ripped off Nine Inch Nails' live show. He said, quote, I remember us playing a string of bands on Coachella from the comfort of our couch, and every band has a video playing behind them, and every band is synced up with a convenient, polite lighting package, you know? And I saw Kanye West blatantly rip off and The Weeknd rip off our tours production-wise, which I'll say without hesitation, and they know. And end quote there. He says, Both Nine Inch Nails and West have worked with production designer Martin Phillips in the past, according to Pitchfork, who did some research on this. Apparently in a 2017 interview... The weekend's lighting and production designers, uh, Sooner Ruthier and Robert Long, credited Reznor for inspiring their design work, saying, We've always called the weekend's aesthetic the nine inch nails of R&B. Mm-hmm. End quote. Interesting. I wouldn't call the weekend the nine inch nails of, of R&B. No, but the, their the design work. The aesthetic, yeah. The, the design work of yeah. it. What do you think about that? I, that's a pretty bold claim. I think that's like. I mean, I don't know where he's but coming from. But it's also kind of making sense in some if, ways as I'm starting to think about it. If you look at this thing that The Weeknd put out, it's like this three-part three uh, video where he's with that designer. Martin Phillips. Yeah. No, this uh, it's this lady. I, I don't know her name. Well, there's Sooner, Ruthier, and Robert Long. Maybe it's Sooner. Maybe. I, I forget her name. Or maybe but later. They, this video, <laughs> it's three parts. It shows her you know, showing him, revealing it to him, shows her putting it together and uh-huh. stuff. And for me to hear that now, I'm like, well... Yeah, so she's the designer. And so they work with Nine Inch Nails. Much anywhere she wants, right? And they both work with Nine Inch Nails, so that's the whole thing is that they're... So, I mean, I guess that's just the way it is, though, right? I would feel good if I was Trent Reznor. Like, that's awesome. That's I mean, a great I, compliment, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's just my yeah. style, and you that's know? cool that people are using it 20, 30 years later. You know? I mean, maybe he's just saying that he, he was I was first. All right, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, all right, that's so cool that's first. cool. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, Metallica's Kirk Hammett uh, ponders the future of the guitar as the title of this one. As he was interviewed by Metal Hammer magazine, 
he was addressing the fact that more music is being made on computers now as mm. guitar sales have declined, like Gibson filing for bankruptcy and all that stuff. He says, quote, I don't know what Moving the fuck it is, but people seem to be seeing the guitar in a different light and passing in, passing them up for fucking samplers and whatnot. Maybe it's a sign of the times. He went on to say, like all instruments, there's a time when it goes out of fashion. In the early 80s, the guitar wasn't popular as it became in, in the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens as far as enthusiasm is concerned with the actual making of music with a guitar. It's sad news to me, but I hope Gibson prevail they have in the past. Yeah, quote. he's right. It'll come back. So he's yeah. kind of addressing there specifically the fact Gibson went out of uh, bankruptcy recently. I don't know if you, you're aware of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they had to go to Mexico, right? Well, they were outsourcing their Where's work. That Fender. Well, uh, both. I think. Okay. All a lot of them, unfortunately, have to to outsource their work uh, because of all of these tariffs, taxes, and things yeah. that are happening in the mm-hmm. United States for materials. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the other countries to make them, so they don't get taxed and all that stuff you on can that. Vote so. in November. So <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. shit's got to die to come back strong, you know? Yeah. I yeah. heard the same thing's happening it with Harley-Davidson motorcycles oh, right God, now. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of the price of steel and the tariffs and everything, mm-hmm. that they're, uh, the the cost to ship a Harley now to Europe is, like, just insane. And they're oh, it's, gonna... it's all right. They're just, you know, they're just making Harleys great again, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an unintended <laughs> casualty of this kind of uh, policy that we see but, you know, you know I, I know we don't get political on this show but man, even with that happening they still love they still love it, I know right? they don't even care it's, they, it's do, they don't look at it in the uh, in the, the respect of that and he it's unfortunate and they're like alright they love it oh I know yeah. it's, they're playing playing He's, right into it yeah uh, alright so System of a Down uh, we were talking about how System of a Down is going to be of course playing Aftershock this year their first like show in quite some time especially for us, I don't know, in California, I think it's the first time in, like, 12 years or oh, some yeah, shit. yeah, 13 years. Two, yeah. 2006, yep. I think, was the last time they played in California. Oh, 12 years, yeah. And so System of Down is now, of course, everybody's like, are they going to make some new music? What's going on? Even if they play their old shit, I'd be happy. I mean, they're amazing. Well, that's what it's going to be. It's definitely yeah. going to be a greatest hits kind of show, right? Mm-hmm. But this new article with Surge now is basically shooting down any possibility that that. Uh, they were going to have some kind of collaborative new album because he says he re- he's revealed this in an official newsletter sent to fans that he has roughly five songs he originally wrote for the band, which he now plans to rework and re-release either on a solo EP or as part of a film soundtrack. Huh. Hmm. So that sounds like a bummer, right? Yeah. Like it sounds like they're not getting along. They're not wah, meshing. Wah, I know. Yeah. Even fuck. Darren. Even Darren like, said that the last fuck, the last time, right? Didn't Darren say uh? Say, yeah, I've been waiting for these guys, and so I just went ahead and did my own thing, you know? Again. Yeah, and Darren Malakian's, uh stuff is pretty solid. It sounds like System of a Down yeah, uh, for the most part, but it's missing something. Did you guys like Serge's other solo stuff? I, I didn't. No, like no. the symphony stuff, you mean? or like uh, I forget what the album's called, but he had one that, that was solo. It was all right. I, 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 the the latest like thing System that I heard down. from him was he did this thing with some kind of orchestra, and it was like for the Armenian kind of genocide 100th mm-hmm. anniversary, which was really cool. But at the same time, it wasn't my thing. You know, I, it's not something I'd pop in my CD player on my way to work or yeah. something, you know. <laughs> uh, but no, I was I was really looking forward to hopefully hearing some new System of a Down music. But it doesn't look like it. So Yeah. Cross uh, your fingers. Bummer, man. Uh, oh, check it out. Check out this picture of Tom Morello's hand. Oh, I saw that. Did you oh, guys see gross. this? Tom Morello revealed that he fractured his hand this past Thursday oh, no. and underwent surgery, and they put this, like, 
rod in his hand. <laughs> you can't. And it, it look uh, it looks like the Terminator, man. It looks like the oh, Terminator. No, no it's yeah. not that bad. Oh, come on. <laughs> It's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. Right, it's it's awesome. cool. He'll make it work for guitar playing somehow and drag that yeah. shit across the... F- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. With Tom Morello. Yeah. yeah. Probably Our make guitar. some magnetic type of shit going on there. Oh, what did we... What did or we either have? that or he'll jerk <laughs> off and there'll be some horrible accident that happens. Oh, uh, God. Sensitive <laughs> content. He's just... It's, it's just like... See looks photo. like Terminator in there. Dang, they have to just... It's already labeled? Look at that. Yeah, All right, check here. it out. Oh, I man. It. It's like on his... Um, that's that's dope. It's on his middle finger. It kind of looks like something Jesse it's... James fabricated. <laughs> it really does, huh? It's, it's like, like this metal piece. rod on his bone yeah. and his middle it's, finger. It's not your yeah, normal metal rod. It's got holes that's through wild, it. Bro. looks billeted. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll back it out here. I know it's it look, not yeah. the most uh, enjoyable thing to But apparently... It's like a steampunk. He's already back on it stage. Does. Piece. It looks like steampunk. Oh, really? Yeah, he's already playing on uh, this week in Sweden. Get a metal so. rod. That's how, did he how I would thing? want it to look. Um, it doesn't say on the article. Oh my god! He, he fractured it with his rage. Just it says he fractured it and just. <laughs> it just. He was raging against yeah. the, that machine. You know. Yeah. No, it said he fractured it this past Thursday, so it was a pretty recent injury, and yeah. then underwent surgery for it this past weekend. So. Um, all right. So what is Zach De La Rocha doing, though? Can we get... Oh, he's with yeah, Run I the don't G- know, man. He's doing shit with Run the Jewels, man. That's right. Oh, he's doing... Oh, yeah. yeah. LP and yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Killer Mike were saying that they have uh, more collaboration yeah, stuff Jewels with him fast. On, in Run the and works. Run and Jewels fast. That's it's, cool. He's fucking awesome. He's all, like, on three of their songs. Yeah, on their two, latest two album. Yeah, yeah, on that last album. Uh, apparently, they have something else in the works, too, and I think maybe LP is producing some kind of solo work from him. Yeah. So, I'm not really I just sure want some Rage Against the Machine work though yeah I know, I know it's like what we were saying with system of a down though right mm-hmm. everybody's off in their own solo direction they can't get you know do their own thing sometimes uh, the magic just fizzles uh, real quick this was an inspiring thing as Judas Priest uh, is launching a Glenn Tipton Parkinson foundation Tipton. Uh, the mm-hmm. guitarist is suffering from uh, Parkinson's and uh, he had to pull out of the tour. He made this statement. And so they're selling these T-shirts with the slogan, No Surrender, a track off the latest album. Uh, and everything goes to this uh, foundation. So it's pretty awesome. If you go to um, Judas Priest's website, you can see the uh, the shirt. And it's got a picture of Glenn Tipton on there with Judas Priest and the No Surrender. And it's all for a good charity. So mm-hmm. check that out. I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Doing I was that. totally going to make fun of the, uh, the picture of him on that shirt. And I'm not because it's for... <laughs> It's for That's charity. A good cause. But it is exactly. classic hair metal, like, 80s yep. photo, right? Yeah. Uh, he had to pull out, so. Yeah. Like, that, you know, he was he had out. bad health, and he's trying to make appearances whenever he can. So works speedy out. recovery to him. Hope everything goes well. Kudos. Uh, Jackson family, this big news this week, as Joe Jackson <clears throat> passed away at the age of 89. Mm. Um, you know. R.I.P. Joe. Yeah. R.I.P. Joe. And he, he was, you know, known as a pretty... Pretty, uh, you know, aggressive guy with his fucking He was an kids. asshole. Yeah. And unlike the guy from Judas Priest, he didn't pull out. I mean, he's got <laughs> many children. Yo. Even one kind of slightly illegitimate one. It's, yeah. We're not sure. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it, it's crazy. You know, Michael Jackson left nothing uh, for for him in his will. Oh, really? Nothing. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. Uh, according to this article... Uh, Janet Jackson also um, parted ways with him professionally in time to release her 86 album Control. That was the last time she talked to him. Uh, Michael Jackson left his father nothing in his will when he passed away. And in that 2003 ABC special, uh, you know. There's some uh, extra abuse going on there. 
Definitely. Oh, well, yeah. Michael kind of talked about that. He said that, uh, you know, he was interviewed by... Th- I'm sorry? Say it in his voice. <laughs> no. Don't, hey, no. Don't hold back now. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Martin Bashir asked Michael Come Jackson on about his father's abuse. Bashir said, you, yes. s- you said that you would practice the dance steps and your father would be I'll do it. holding a belt in his hand. Is yeah. that what you said? Yes. Yeah. He would tear you up if you missed. And so we, not only would we practice him, we were <laughs> nervous rehearsing because he sat in the chair and he had this belt in his hand. And if you didn't do it the right way, he would tear you up, re- really get you. I got it a lot of times, but I think my brother Mary got the most. Marlon. Most others were very nervous, and I was I was nervous too. You know, he, he was tough. <laughs> Great quote there. Great oh, quote. I went like uh, that, that I felt oh, horrible. So you uh, die, and that's your legacy. People are crazy, right? In your son's voice, <laughs> in a podcast <laughs> in Merced, you, California, about how you beat them. <laughs> About how you beat them. Uh, hey, you know. Oh, man. Oh, the paths man. you choose in life. With the belt. The paths you choose. Oh, man. It was good. R.I.P. Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Smashing so Pumpkins. Uh, moving yeah, on. Yeah, R.I.P. Mike and Joe. Uh, they had their first reunion show on Wednesday in L.A. at the Troubadour. The first time since 2000 since Billy Corgan, James Eha, and Jimmy Chamberlain played together. Uh, they did a lot of shit from the 90s, of course. What do you guys think of that set list there? Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, There's no lizard I saw people. them a couple years ago, and no it was a people. great show. They're really? The, they're great live. Love yeah, it. They, they were good. I think we saw that same show yeah, as uh, Marilyn right. Manson, right? Yep. Marilyn Manson opened up for Smashing Pumpkins. What a fucking weird ass. Well, that is weird. Co- I co-build that was, right? Hey, is Gallagher, the comedian, still alive? Gallagher? Uh, or he I died, he's huh? gone. I, I always thought they should collaborate. What do you think, Dahlia? Is, is Gallagher alive? Do you know? Right. Uh, Gallagher and then Marilyn Manson and then Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. Gallagher Smashing Pumpkins. Up. And yeah. Smashes Pumpkins. Yeah. And he comes out through and through the Smashing Pumpkins. Dude, that's set. a fucking great idea, Aaron. And then a lizard. And then a pumpkins. And then into a, the crowd. Oh, yeah. Dude. But is he alive still? He uh, yeah, of course he is. He's the lizard person that William Corgan <laughs> keeps referring to. You're right. Where's the lighter? Yep. It's Gallagher. It's Gallagher. Need a. Uh, he always guy. was a lizard person. <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't know. I think he's gone, bro. He, the lighter? I'm about to look that up. Yeah, because he was, he was, when I was a kid, hey, Gallagher hey, was, was strong, and he was already like in his 40s or 50s at that time, <sighs> I think. He had to have been. Oh, okay. He's 71 years old. Shout oh, out to you, never guy. mind. <laughs> really? I'm sorry, Gallagher. <laughs> hey, sorry we killed you. We love you. <laughs> yeah. oh, Gallagher man. is not dead. That is breaking news. Gallagher yeah. is alive. I don't what know if he's What did Gallagher well. do? Smash shit on yeah. stage? Mainly, Remember? Wa- mainly oh, watermelons. Oh, yeah, the pumpkins and... Oh, mainly watermelons. watermelons. No, wait, are you guys talking about Gallagher or Dave Chappelle's Black Gallagher? Because that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like Black That's Gallagher. a whole different Black story. Black Gallagher is hilarious. What, yeah. what is the difference? Well, Black Gallagher will pull out a gun and shoot the watermelon. Oh! <laughs> that's his bit. Yep. That's his little twist, you know? Yeah, he that's said... a little hilarious. twist on it. He said, I ain't no punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but regular shit. Gallagher is also batshit insane. By the way, <laughs> he's like carrot top insane. Yeah, like From video. what I'm seeing, Gallagher is seventy-one. Have you seen the video? 
He's still alive, guys. There's still yeah. a chance for that collaboration. <laughs> we, get that we need to reach out to Gallagher's people and get this going. Just looked it up. Gallagher <laughs> opens for Smashing Pumpkins by Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, come on. When people were in the crowd, they had to wear trash bags. On yeah, it was yeah. a huge tarp. It's like a Guar concert. Rows. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Remember that one? He was on a giant couch pulling like giant things out, out of the couch, like a yeah. giant con. Oh yeah. Really? That, well, giant. like crazy shit. Giant condom. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> yeah. That was like the finale one, you know? Like, first he was pulling out the like, grand finale. That was his big last show. Penny, you know, a big old dime. <laughs> okay. Comb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gallagher's, Gallagher's last show, he pulls out a giant condom and then he literally <laughs> kills somebody on stage. <laughs> he just smashes them to pieces. I that know. was it. That was it for him after yeah. that. The audience was like, I'm glad I brought my trash bags. <laughs> All this blood. <laughs> All right, trivia. On this day in rock history trivia, guys. On this day, Friday, June 29th in 2007, what happens that changed music history, the music industry forever? A. Hmm. Is oh, it, sorry. hold on, you can choose. I'll let everybody go around. Is it A, Live Nation and Ticketmaster merger, B, new digital media copyright laws, or C, Apple releases the iPhone. And go get that cat, Dahlia. <laughs> you can hear that? Yes, I can hear it. Go they get have a that little cat. roar dog outside the door. Go get that cat. A roar. Go it's get that meowing. cat. Tell us it's what a, you think it is. And then go the get studio. that cat. That's number two on my album. Go get that cat. Yep, <laughs> go get that ta- cat. Yeah. Go get that cat. Boom, I want to remix that for sure. Oh, yeah. Go get that cat. Roar is making his presence. Go get that cat. Yakety yak. Go get that cat. Go get that cat. Cat came back <laughs> the very next day. That's one of our favorites, too. The cat uh, came back. The cat uh, came back. That's like Rory. That really was. Day, yeah, We're getting off topic here. Uh, All right. Uh, can we say that? That might be. That, uh, come on, guys. Someone's going to sue us. For <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Let's get a, let's get a round of who. who what, what do you guys think on this day in okay. history? Which, which one is it? Live Nation and Ticketmaster merger. New digital media copyright laws or Apple releases the iPhone. Which, which thing? Well, I'm going with... I don't know. I'm going C because they're on, like, what, the iPhone 10? It's almost been, like, 10 years, I guess. They have get, come out with one every year, right? Yeah, I guess that's... Close. Yeah, June iPhone X. So it is I'm 2018. That. That's pretty close. I'm going with that. June. Yeah. What do you guys that's, think? What else? I don't know why that would change yeah. the music industry. I guess iTunes being it portable and whatnot. But they had iPods before that. That's good reasoning. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why that would be a big deal, but I'm going yeah. with it. I'm going to go with... Yep. I'm going to go with A. Just because I don't know. This is like one that I don't even have any gut feelings or any okay. historical evidence to back up. Charles says A, the merger. Okay. Dahlia, what do you think? Well, I remember like something going on with the Ticketmaster merger. I don't mm. know what year that was. So I'm going with B, new digital media copyright laws. You might be right, though, Dahlia. Okay. Uh, LJ, what's your guess? I'm going to stick with my original answer, a? but I whoa, think I'm whoa, wrong, whoa. wrong. Was Lars Ulrich involved? <laughs> yeah, <Yo, laughs> right? he might. Probably was. Fucking Lars. Naps- okay. That's uh, where Naps- the not up there. copyright laws might come from. All right, you guys ready? Uh, the answer is the iPhone. Yeah. Oh. Aaron got it. Got it. I, won uh, I won the Reese's this week. <laughs> you get the Reese's fast break nice. out of the. Uh, you get some peanuts. The junk food closet. But uh, you need to stick in a fruit chew and a Mentos on top of it. So here's the thing. This is why it was a big deal. Fruit chews. It integrated music into a phone for the first time in oh, 2007. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. First time that music was integrated into a phone. This was the first one that did it. Game over. When Apple 
Apple introduced the iPod in 2001 and made digital music portable, but also added another device to the pockets of everyone. The iPhone does everything the iPod can do, but it also takes pictures, access the internet, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in terms of music, this thing is huge. Listeners can not only use it to store their music libraries, they can listen online with streaming services or YouTube. Hmm. Uh, you can pull up stuff on the browser. For music makers, it opens the door to a new distribu- uh, distribution platform products within the music industry, including recording software, educational programs, and even guitar and vocal effects that were all on the iPhone. So, pretty pretty cool. It was a pretty revolutionary yeah. thing oh, that changed yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So, it came out on this day. There so, you there go. you go. Shout uh, out to Steve Jobs. And now our lives depend yeah. on him, huh? R.I.P. Steve Jobs. <laughs> I know, right. Uh, quick sports minute. Uh, James Harden winning the MV, uh, MVP award for the NBA Ooh. this year. <laughs> uh, even though he was uh, le- leading the league in scoring, three-pointers, and 50-point games with four while helping the Rockets, of course, uh, to 65 wins, which is pretty Definitely impressive. Definitely don't like his play style, but he deserved it. He joined Michael Jordan as one of the players to average at least 20 points, eight assists, five rebounds, and 1.7 steals in a season. Other winners included Rookie of the Year, Philadelphia 76's Ben Simmons, Coach of the Year, Toronto Raptors' Dwayne Casey, who was fired Ooh. last month. That's a rough. game. <laughs> that is a cold game. Is there a stat for drawing the most fouls? <laughs> there probably yeah, is. They, they should be, huh? give somebody an award for that, dude. Pulling your somebody's arm in and drawing the foul. Totally. Oh, yeah. Uh, and World yeah. Cup action been happening all week, man. I don't know about you guys, but... The World Cup this year has been the best in the past since 1994. I can't remember a World Cup that has been this good and this crazy. So many upsets, so many great games. Viva Portugal! Woo! The, there you go. Uh, I'm going for Spain, uh, and of course, U.S. didn't even qualify this year, but unfortunately, Germany. Don't forget that the U.S. didn't qualify. That is trash. Yeah, <laughs> it is. They did not qualify. Uh, Germany, uh, they won last in 2014, the last time we had a World Cup. They're already out. They made uh, another historical moment as being eliminated in the group stage. The first German team to be knocked out in the first round since 1938. Oh. They've gone soft. Wow. Nine. Isn't that crazy? Oh, South Korea took him out, right? <laughs> yeah, South Korea of all shout teams. Out to South Korea. Fuck yeah, they dude, they played an amazing game. And shout out to the German people that were picking up Japanese people and and like hailing them because they thought that they were Korean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yo. oh my god! You guys see the video of that? No, no, I didn't. No. See that. Oh, my oh my god. god. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. What do you guys think about this little story? NFL reportedly won't let player who's a doctor have MD on his jersey. Bullshit. This guy, he's an MD and he he's that his whole reasoning is saying a lot of the back of the jerseys have junior, senior or the Roman numeral he's the just third. trying to gloat. <laughs> right. Other people, that's their born name, know. you know? Senior, you're a senior, you're the third, or whatever. Right, you know? yeah. yeah. It's a family three. name. This you're guy's just third. trying to be a gloater, right? Yeah, yeah I say do it. What I'm the hell? Doc. Like, I'm who does it hurt? Yeah. What if he legally yeah. changed his name to have MD? Oh, he could legally change his name to that, and then what it would if, work. Yeah, I mean, what about got, when yeah. they have... when got Ocho Cinco <laughs> and World... World peace. So what if he was knighted, like in Europe? Like would they yeah, put hey. Sir oh, that's or Esquire? So, that's sir, so Esquire or something? Yeah. Right? What if I change my last name to bitch ass motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and 
Let's put that on a jersey. Hell yeah. That, that, that's true. That's the B-A XFL, though. Mofa. That is the XFL. What, he Hate Me Now, right? That's like one of the most famous uh, yeah. names of all time. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what if I change my name to Ocho Cinco? Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what he did. Why? Just, yo, play it's baseball, all, play all baseball kids. Jersey and shit. <laughs> Your brain's going to go to yeah. fucking <laughs> smithereens. Just play baseball. All right, movie news. Uh, yes. A couple movie news uh, cool things happening. Uh, Deadpool 2. Yes. Charles, you were saying what a great movie it was. You saw it, right? Yep, it's great. Uh, becomes it. the third biggest R-rated movie of all time. It deserves it. Behind Deadpool and The Matrix Reloaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, 176.31 yep. million so far in 71 markets, beating previous record holder X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. That's and, crazy. Um, yeah, and in fourth place is uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. That's absolutely <laughs> false. Fake news. But we watched Hereditary last week. <gasps> oh, yeah. Was... We talked about this briefly last uh, like week but ago. But we hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, right. how was it? Oh, God. Genuinely I had... terrifying. I oh, had... yes. I can't wait to see it. I, I think it's the, the best the night, horror like... film I've seen since, like, The Exorcist or something. Man. <laughs> oh, can't wait. It's I'm, genuinely it terrifying. me. I can't wait. It, it like went slow. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Like I don't what watch Craig, horror films. Craig was saying, <laughs> dude, you, if you don't watch horror films, you do not want to watch this in the theater. I'll tell you what. Like, I was waking it will, up in the middle of the night and like it's going to freak you out. Scared. No, it's not because they're scary. I just no, this isn't they like make a me scary. Laugh almost, I don't really. No, nah, this I isn't going to make you laugh. I don't it's think like this a one's going to make you laugh. Mind. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be chuckling at the end of this one, dude. You're going to be like just sitting there with your mouth like your jaw like hitting the floor. Yeah, it's like when it's like when somebody says. Did I just see? It's like when somebody says, "Hey, you should watch this movie about like some youngsters like riding around on skateboards in New York and stuff like." That. It's called Kids. You should see it. <laughs> give a total it's, general. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little weird. It's yeah. a little okay. more more than right. that. Though. Yes. No, but it's pretty well, I'm gnarly, sold dude. If that's, the, if that's, the, if that's your cell. It's very well done. It's smart. It's creative. It's well written. No name actors. Excellent movie. I yeah. think it's probably going to be one of the most legendary horror films. Definitely in the past, like five ten years. Well, you uh, recognize what's opinion. her face from the for, like sh- what's her face that plays the mom? Yes, like, she she's the, the most the recognizable. She's the most recognizable yeah. one out of the cast. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is kind of a. I recognize the 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 father and he's also yeah. one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's like been in a lot of stuff. Actor. He plays yeah. yeah, he plays in a lot of horror films too. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think he's actually now that I'm thinking about it. He might have even been in the original Exorcist or like one of those horror films from that time. He's that old of an actor and. A badass yeah, actor. there was a part of the movie where I was like, "I'm gonna close my eyes right now because I don't want to like jump and be that weird person." I just knew something was coming. I was like, "Oh hell!" No. You're on the edge of your seat. I was just like, "Oh, no, I can't wait." No. You just like start oh, like kind of relaxed, no. and then you just start kind of creeping forward, and you don't really like leave the edge of your seat until oh man, the very end of it where you're like being pushed back in your seat again because of the intensity of. <laughs> what's going on oh, and it's man. not like a super gory thing it's at all not. it's not like one of those stupid scare you um you know jump, jump scare gotcha, gotcha jump scare things yeah. it's not like that it's but it's 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 freaky it's yeah. definitely good uh, but okay, moving on to some funnier stuff. T.I. might join yes. Eddie Murphy in Netflix's Dolomite yes, Is My Name. Have that you guys heard about this? Awesome. No. Dude, yeah, Wesley Snipes, Mike Epps, Craig Robertson, Craig Robertson, Titus Burgess, they're all in it. Nice. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. It's called Dolomite Is My Name. I can't wait for nice. this. I cute. like T.I. Did you guys ever watch that? He's T. hilarious. I love how yeah, his he's rapper hilarious. turned to actor. Like, he's he not one of the best funny. rappers of all time. 
But he's also no, like an awesome funny, father right? and a great parent. You ever watch his uh, reality show? Yeah, I just Ti yeah, and Tiny. Okay, yeah. That, I never got into it, so I don't. I don't know about that. But him and his movies are amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, but man, you're no, saying that you enjoy him, like on that show. He was uh, like, like I a funny the reality guy. Shows. Yeah, he was. He was like good with his kids. He took. He takes his kids on tour with him, and mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, that's, that's awesome. Cool. There's yeah. like mm-hmm. a new. It's gonna be funny. There's a new <laughs> show, uh, like taken after like Hollywood Squares what it's called Hip Hop Squares have you heard that one no the one who's gonna host that t- no it's already going oh it's it already is? on it who's hosting it a couple it? times and, um, who's hosting that what network on. is it on and whatever you say they need to pay but us T- 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 is always on it he's in one of the squares you know they pick it's oh like shit I gotta check yeah. that out that'd yeah. be super cool if it was like Talib Kweli or something nah, was hosting man. a good host goes, yeah. yeah that'd be dope Probably not though. It's probably Steve Harvey. It's probably Steve Harvey because <laughs> he doesn't have as, yeah. as many jobs as he needs. Uh, what do you think about this? Thirty seconds to Mars. Jared Leto to play Marvel character Morbius. Apparently, this is from Spider Man, like nineteen seventy one. Morbius was yep. created. Uh, the first character appearing in Spider Man one hundred one. It was a scientist who tried to cure himself of a blood disease. Yep. Transformed into a vampire-like being who became, at first, a Spider-Man villain and later an anti-hero. Yep. Was so, one of my favorite comic book heroes when I was a anti-heroes or, like, a like protagonist. I still have, in really good condition, Morbius comics from the 90s. So... Wow. Still have it from when I was, a, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. I was, like, an avid Mor- Morbius collector. Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't remember that cool. guy. Uh, apparently, um, it's yep. it's also Venom is coming out in October. Yep, uh, and Spider Man Far From Home, which is going to be next July. Yeah, so there, this is all in the same universe, right? Yeah, it's all in the same universe. Um, Morbius actually, check this out. Morbius actually ended up being part of the Night Stalkers, which is the group that Blade was in as well. Because Blade kind of oh shit, yeah. So like the Night really? Stalkers crew like has Blade, has Morbius. They're they're like protagonists. What's they're the they're yeah. like a, a little kind of more of a darker Deadpool. Like yeah, they're not heroes, but they're not villains. That's the kind There's of a comic bunch of emo book. kids kind of <laughs> yeah yeah. They're they're like blood like, raining yeah, down on them on the sprinkler and, systems. And here's what they do: like they wear eyeliner. And then they <laughs> complain about shit <laughs> to the entire comics. Yo, there's awesome. so many like characters. I every time I turn around, there's a new character that I haven't there's heard. New of. movies, man. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be coming out. So have Morbius. you guys seen any Ant. like footage of? Is that Ant Man so Wasp sec- out yet? Not yet. Not Another sure. week. No, the pre we saw the previews for it on on our um, at, at the movies in a week. Thirty it's seconds to Mars is on tour right now. Yeah, they are. So they have a lot of footage, and one of my acquaintances was like, "Have you seen uh, the video footage of Thirty Seconds to Mars on tour?" I was like, "No, I have not." Like what Jared's wedding wearing on stage? Oh yeah, he's a fucking he's, maniac. Dude. He's he yeah he's very uh, flamboyant <laughs> <laughs> with his outfits. What's the word I'm... Uh, it starts with an E. Eccentric. 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 Mm, Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank yeah. you. Very, yeah. very eccentric. He wears, like, bull... Like, uh... The, the guy, the bullfighter <laughs> jackets like with all the sequence on it, and then yeah, he'll have that, and then he'll have, the like, Matador, yeah. yeah. And then he'll be wearing, like, a some kind of uh, sur- uh, wrap around his head or something, like some kind of turban thing going on, and then he's got, like, these billowy pants that are, like, you know. <laughs> no, well, there, I, yeah, there was this one MC concert Hammer. in Austin <laughs> where he unzipped his face, and there was Miley Cyrus underneath. <laughs> that is absolutely false, Charles. Oh my god! Oh my god! They started humping a balloon, and it was very, it was very, uh, stars of the E, eccentric, eccentric. very eccentric. Uh, 
Okay, arachnophobia. Do you guys remember arachnophobia with yeah. Jeff Daniels? Yes. Yeah, of Jeff course. Daniels. John Goodman. We're doing this one. again. James Wan is in the early stages of a remake I of Arachnophobia. Spiders. Let's I not. know. <laughs> Everybody hates spiders. That's why this is going to be so good. Uh, apparently, you know, Jeff Daniels, John, uh, John Goodman have not been confirmed to be part of it. I hope they are. I hope they are, too. Uh, but it's just in the super early stages. James Wan is uh, getting some kind of um, writer involved. So w- fingers crossed, because that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. That does sound cool. Okay, here's my question, though. Are there any new movie ideas? No. Do we have any? I know, movie? right? Hereditary. Well, Hereditary. okay. What about this uh, Leonardo DiCaprio one with Brad Batman Pitt? and the Wasp is like, uh, mm-hmm. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Action. This Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it's going to be uh, dealing with the uh, murders of Sharon Tate and all of that stuff. There was a movie that came out in the in the late '80s, early '90s called Oversex Rug Suckers from Mars. <laughs> they could uh, <laughs> check out this photo. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Jesus Christ Vampire yeah. Hunter. Whoa. Check out this photo, guys. <gasps> wow. Who's that? Look at those guys. It looks like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. It is. Ding, but ding, ding. they're dressed like what? They're dressed like people They're from the 70s. Marilyn Manson uh, murders. Let me, I'm thinking of it. Um, this is the first oh, look at Once Upon a Time Tarantino. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Tarantino movie, huh? Oh, is exactly. it a Tarantino movie? Exactly. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's all about the Sharon Tate murders. Oh, oh. the Charlie Manson one, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. This, I said Marilyn Manson murders. <laughs> it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt have released the first shot of them in character cool. on stage. Uh, Brad Pitt almost doesn't look like Brad Pitt kind of no. it's like he's got like this clean he almost looks like Peter Fonda from Easy Rider <laughs> oh yeah he looks like yeah. Skywalker and then Brad oh, yeah. and then yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio looks like a cheesy bookie from <laughs> from the east coast yeah, or does. some shit I don't know he looks like a matchstick <laughs> whatever his jacket is I had that same couch growing up he it's like, like an a, orange yeah. leather plaid he jacket like a chili dog he, looks like <laughs> he does look like a chili dog <laughs> cheese and mustard and yeah everything else good shit like, good I'm shit all those shades of brown yeah. and orange I've never seen in my life so no. uh, that, yeah that's of course uh, the new, next Quentin Tarantino movie Once Tiffany, Upon a Time in Hollywood Tiffany Haddish isn't gonna fuck him after seeing that picture that's <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert Grape Oh, oh my god, that was hilarious. Like that guy. <laughs> okay, so 90s on, 90s kids listen up. Daria reboot apparently is happening. MTV Studios is uh, reviving uh, Daria. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be uh, uh, apparently from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt writer Grace Edwards. Details on when and where is still being hammered out. The original aired from 97 to 2002. Apparently, they're going to be rebooting Aeon Flux and the real world. Oh, wow. I'm not the real world. Okay, uh, so Aeon Flux definitely though. So right? Aeon Flux definitely Daria to Fuck me yeah. is like the cartoon equivalent of like tasteless gravy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they paved the way for kind of deadpan humor shows like Bob's Burgers and some of the other like yeah. Love Bob's Burgers. Well, yeah. like the girl on Bob's Burgers is a total complete mm-hmm. ripoff yeah. of Daria as the moody teenager. So so mm-hmm. Daria was like the pioneering moody t- teenager. I was a teenager when this show Yeah. Was out, and so for all of like the females, we could all relate to that. We had our own <laughs> cartoon for once. We're like, oh yeah, we yeah. get that. We it get was those good. jokes. It was and a yeah. good one. The guys, you don't get it, but I was into it <laughs> though. Don't. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. Flux. You tell, I wasn't the target. Hey, on Flux too, man. Yeah. I love yeah. that <laughs> shit. Remember that show, The Max? Yeah, The Max. Yeah, too. Was was an animation. Animation. The was awesome. I, I love The Max. It was all the um. The what was it called? Liquid Television. Yeah, Liquid yeah. Television, dude. Yeah. Oh, Liquid man. Television. Actually, the characters were the You remember the guy? The weird shit happened. Remember the guy from Office Space that was like um that was like they took my stapler. Oh yeah, yeah. He came from a. Liquid yeah. Television skit. Oh, oh wow. that's right. 
liquid television skit. Yep. That's right. That's right. You know, yeah, he, he was he was the... <laughs> wasn't he the taxi driver guy? No, he it was no. the whole the okay. whole skit was actually him just sitting there going, "I'm going to take my stapler, I'll set the building on fire." And that was the liquid <laughs> television rich. skit. Oh, right. And Flux yeah. was liquid television too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Short it all came Flux. on like after midnight. Yep. It was like late night shit. Uh, check it out. Taco Bell bringing back nacho fries because of the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest 90s films of all nacho time. Fries. Demolition Man. Those That's right. nacho fries are way too good. Those like, are I nacho swore fries. for like two years and I'm getting like 15 pounds. If you remember, in Demolition Man, it was set in 2032. 2032? And, and no. Taco Bell okay. was the only surviving chain after the franchise war. Okay, yeah. I didn't know nachos, <laughs> fries... Mm. Left or came back? <laughs> when did they appear first? You never had the nacho leave? fries yet? Oh, like dude. maybe like a year a ago, right? No, it was like a couple delicious. months ago. Well, yeah, pretty. maybe like in January or February. Something yeah, yeah, like that. I'm yeah. all about carne asada. Okay, fries, I've had so. them. Oh, the- I'm good. With but that. I didn't know they left and now they're yeah. They took them off the menu, I guess, and now they're bringing them back. Huh? Took so. them off the menu because they're horrible for your health. Yeah, but they taste so good. Oh. All right. <laughs> They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. They're, they're butter they're, fries. They're back. back on the menu. Uh, random news from around the world. Good news as no drugs were found in Anthony Bourdain's system at the time of his death. Still dead, though, but okay. Yeah, but at least, at least he wasn't on drugs, you know? We, at least he, he wasn't sober. in some kind of a well, I actually, I actually altered, t- fucked up state. I do have some good news about that. So a couple of days ago, I started a fundraiser on Facebook I with the that. American That's Society right. for Suicide Prevention. That's right. And I had a $200 goal for a 30-day period, and within five days, I already surpassed that. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. So it, you know. Awesome for you for putting that out there to your friends yeah. and family to, to raise awareness to that, you know? Yeah. Because so. it's true, man. Uh, we need to as, release that stigma about it and uh, just kind of talk about it in an open discussion kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. get the, you know, depression's like a real thing. We all go through it. Everybody goes through it, mm-hmm. and... It's never like as bleak as we always think it is. So that's awesome that you. So I, and I am curious, how does that. that work exactly, Charles? Facebook asked me if I wanted to do it, and I said, oh, "Sure." Really? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. No lie. They, they give you a choice yep. of like certain charities that mm-hmm. you'd like to donate to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Let me go research. Cool. They give you a big long list of not not for profit charitable organizations. Right. They say, "Hey, your birthday is coming up in like a month. Just throwing an idea out there. Would you like to pick one of these and send out this message?" And so I said, "Fuck right. yes." Yeah. And I looked through it, and I did a little research and found that was the one that I liked and I appreciated. And I did this actually once on my own about seven years ago. Uh I asked all of my friends and family to just donate to the charity of their own choice for my birthday and then just send me as a birthday gift the receipt for that charity. And it was awesome. I got like crazy participation. People people just sending me, hey, happy birthday, Charles. And like it would show like a $20 gift certificate to the American Cancer Cancer Society or something like that. Oh, cool. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but is that a a tax write-off? Uh, it is a tax write-off. Well, any any charitable uh, donation, but it's not a tax write-off that you're going to see. I mean, you're probably, I mean, for that much money, you're going to see, like, what, maybe a dollar, you know? Anything helps. We pay every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything helps. But it's it's worth it. I mean, and if Facebook gets, listeners, Garage Show Rock, or GarageRockShow.com, if you guys want to um, to do something cool like that, please, it doesn't, Costs a lot of money, and anyway, a bunch of your friends are going to give you bullshit presents anyway. Yeah, just, just put it towards something that people could actually use the money. Yeah, I agree, man. Yep, it's a great cost. Research it. Make sure you're not oh. going to some non not for profit organization where the CEO is making five hundred grand a year. Like, right. Look yeah. into it a little bit. 
follow yep. the money. That's awesome, mm-hmm. Charles. Uh, Thank uh, you for doing that. That's oh, awesome. you're welcome. I thought this was yeah. a pretty cool trend that's going on right now. It's called a music gym. Apparently in oh, Aust- yeah. Australia, this is happening. Uh, a longtime music teacher who says the concept came about after she noticed many adults have a strong interest in learning and performing music, but expensive instruments and costly private lessons stop many from actually acting on it. So she has this type of gym where it's set up where there's all kinds of instruments everything's around there you could just go in there and play what you want she says quote our space is like an urban oasis an escape from the office grind for the busy worker who may not enjoy the gym or any other traditional stress relievers end quote what do you guys think about that would you go go to like a music gym Hammett yeah right yeah there you go uh, yeah there you go Kirk Hammett what do you think of that idea Dolly would you go to a music gym where you could like play any instrument you want and just kind of hang out there that's pretty awesome if our gym did that, I would totally go. Well, no, but it's not like a traditional gym. Like it's meant, it's more of just kind of a, a way that she's phrasing the term. Like it's just a space where there's a lot of instruments and people could just go in there and jam out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it might. depends. What time does it start? Like eight a.m. to it, five, eight a.m. to eight p.m. We'll say. If it, what time is the jam? It's session open start, anytime. Bro. Yeah, if it's within my like schedule, I would <laughs> totally go. Well, yeah, but it's open anytime theoretically. I mean, it's like for, a gym it's for kids too. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. no, adults it's only. Adults. adults only. Okay. I would uh-huh. if I owned that gym, I'd be like you have to have a certain level of skill though. Like you can't just come here and fuck around. <laughs> bang, yeah. bang I need to drums. know that you can play some shit. And this is what it's that's a be good happening. point. That's yeah, a great is. point with your untuned guitar. Yeah, who's just, donating yeah. these uh, these instruments yeah. and things to be just used by any yeah. Joe schmo off the street? Yeah, like some bum transient guy could just walk in there and be like, "Yeah, let me fucking just play this guitar for eight You don't hours. want a guy coming in there squatting five hundred on his first day, and you don't yeah. want someone playing a fucking thing. On there for yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be cool for if it, you know, if some for trainers kids. in there. Kid might have thought he'd be a good guitarist. Maybe he goes for kids, in and he'd be a better realizing idea. he's a better drummer. Yeah, he's yeah. had the. No, that's I, I had, like the idea better a, for kids too. You he's know, able to open an experiment, go yeah. around to different instruments and see what he feels comfortable with. Yeah, definitely. He or she. You know what? Now, now that I'm thinking about this, you know, the one thing that used to drive me crazy whenever I go look for guitars in like a guitar shop or whatever what? would be like the one dude and like middle aged dude that pops. And he's like, let me let me look at that guitar. That's a real nice guitar. And then he's like, Wayne's World. Yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No stairway to heaven. Go to Guitar Center any like day of the week. You'll see that guy. When Garth killed the drums. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like just they're on like smoking. Yeah. Carvey goes off on the drums. Yeah. I forgot about that. Good shit. Okay. FDA approving a pretty cool marijuana drug. Made for the first time for marijuana, it's for epilepsy, uh, giving it's okay to Epidiolex. Epidiolex? Mm-hmm. That was my nickname in high Epidiolex. school. Okay. Epidiolex. Okay, Epidiolex. That's also the name of my wizard in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> used to treat two rare forms of epilepsy. The drug, which comes as a syrup, is hey. a purified form of a chemical ingredient in the cannabis plant, cannabidiol. C- Cannabidol. CBD. Yep. Which reduces seizures in some people with epilepsy. Yeah, I it's watched a, that documentary. It helped some kids that mm-hmm. were having seizures. Oh, yeah. and, yep. uh, and parents like take them to. They were taking them to Colorado forever mm-hmm. to yeah. get the treatment. There's such a stigma on it. Uh, well, there was. You know, it's kind of there. There. There still is a bunch of people. Well, now the FDA on. has approved this drug. This is federal. So yeah. the federal is recognizing this. Yeah, Jeff tells doing. sessions. <laughs> <laughs> right? Fucking Jeff, man. I know. Okay, this this tells me that they're at least doing some type of testing, though, because you have to do that to get this FDA approval or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, this has and been going on for quite some time. 
they need to be testing and yeah. seeing what kind of benefits you can get. Exactly. Absolutely. You got to. And yep. the FDA does, damn it. does a decent yep. job of that from what I understand that it takes a lot to be FDA approved, right? Yeah. I mean, it takes a it's a rigorous system. So, but they weren't testing for the longest time. And now no, yeah, you're right, like, exactly. It wasn't and, even worth it to them. No, and yeah. and now the, the it's been screaming at their door for so long mm-hmm. that it's it's finally been recognized by the FDA. So thank God for that. And Jeff Beauregard Sessions is still like the devil's lettuce. He's got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so annoying. Okay, so check this out. 25% of kids have never been to a barbecue, let alone seen a cow. If you grew up in a city, a survey of 518 city-based parents, uh, surveyed by the Bluestone National Park Resort in the UK, finds that 60% worry their children might be missing out on some key childhood experiences by not living nearer to the countryside. Half, half of these kids reported that their kid has never roasted a marshmallow. A third say their child has never climbed a tree. Oh. 25% their child has never seen a cow, sheep, goat, hen, farm, or tractor in real life. And still 70% report their child prefers being outdoors rather mm. than indoors. So isn't that kind of a crazy it's like the Lorax. paradox right there? Mm-hmm. That the kids prefer to be outside, but they've never done any outside yeah. things. Well, it's crazy for me because I was raised on a farm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was kind of a staple for me. A I funny farm? Yeah, right. Were you raised on the with Chevy farm? Chase? No, mm-hmm. unfortunately, no. I grew well, up. It was a dairy we all grew farm. up in this area, right? Yeah, yeah. Central so Valley. We're in the Central yeah. Valley. So either you grew up on a farm, or your friends had farms. So yeah, you had to go do things. Like we all, our school sent us to the farm. Yeah. Right? Yes, or you yes. Go party Still on the farm. Yeah. You know, go find these are. Farm. This was yeah. city-based sure. parents, mm-hmm. though, that they surveyed. So these are people who are living in major metropolitan. Never taken their kids to a zoo. Never, never seen a cow, sheep, goat, hen farm, or tractor in real life. So I got a funny story about this. So. So um, in the when uh, Spirited Away came out on DVD, you know, after it won the Academy Award and it was like real big and they had all kinds of extra stuff to it. Um, they were showing how uh, they, they had to explain to the cartoonists of Spirited Away how to um, how to draw a dog because none of the wow. none of the people there had That's ever insane. seen a dog. It's uh, so they they were trying to explain to them. No, this is what a dog looks like. This is their movements, and no one could bring in a dog to show them because nobody had a dog. How crazy yeah. is that? It was wow. nuts. That's bizarre. Oh my. Uh, well, this is some uh, Game of Thrones fans. I uh, thought this was worth mentioning that the couple in Game of Thrones. If you remember Jon Snow, mm-hmm. oh, I heard and that. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Yes, that look. That Kit memorable Harrington, line. Kit Harrington looks like he just farted in that picture. <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't mean for that to come out. <laughs> no, but they're getting married in real life. They played boyfriend and girlfriend she was a wildling you know he was Jon Snow mm-hmm. they were uh, together in the show and now they're getting married in real life way to and, go and uh, some other stars from Game of Thrones showed up there to help them celebrate I thought that was pretty way cool way to yeah, go that's a huge HR issue <laughs> yeah <laughs> conflict of interest you have, you're right. trying to do some show and you're like hey you guys no comment you guys can't be mad at her <laughs> right. yeah. you guys can't fight well she's, we on, she's dead on the show already right yeah, yeah she's dead now. that's yeah. true that's she got, her character so is dead she got plugged with a couple of arrows so she's good they're good yeah, they're good mm-hmm. uh, they hooked up after that <laughs> oh, hopefully otherwise <laughs> no they happened during they, no, they, they hooked up uh, during oh, the yeah, filming Kit yeah, Harrington that's, said he, that's when he fell in love with her you're something that's why they killed her off Oh, oh they're like Wasn't we have to kill her off. HR kills her off the like, show. Dun, dun, dun. If you guys are gonna be, <laughs> if you guys are smashing, she's got to. One of you guys got to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we can't kill Jon Snow. All right, it's yeah. got to be the wildling. Yeah, Maybe she comes back to like Jon Snow. Dude. She'll come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Once they break up, 
<sighs> okay, last week we were talking about some unsubstantiated claims about Chris Hardwick being a sexual abuser to his at one of his ex-girlfriends. Well, now one of his two of Chris Hardwick's former fiance and ex-girlfriend has come to his aid in terms of I defending him last episode. No, you're right. You're, well, they came to his no, aid. no, no. This is the thing. They, they came to his aid. You're, yeah, oh. they came to yeah. his aid. They're they're corroborating his, what you're saying. They're his saying ex is uh, uh, backing him. Yep, she's oh, backing him up. Sorry, she's backing him up. I'm sorry. So we check out her post. There. She posted on Instagram. I'll read it for you real quick. It says, "Quote this pack. This past week, I have watched someone I love." and shared four years of my life with be publicly accused of misconduct and abuse, then swiftly fired and shunned. The accuser's story bears no resemblance to the one I shared with him all those years ago, and what is of supreme importance here is that every woman and every man deserves a voice, accuser and accused. Everyone deserves to be heard. A rush to judgment denies the right to due process. The Me Too movement deserves due process, too. I agree. I agree. Yep. Yep. That's what we were talking about last week. Yes. You gotta, you know, hold your, your you know, reserve your judgment until a little bit more, at least a little bit more has come out. Don't be right. quick to like bash exactly. somebody's entire career. Yeah. And that's what we all need to learn, I think, in this day and age of social media. And we're le- learning these stories like lightning fast as they happen. Mm-hmm. So everybody automatically forms an opinion as it's fact. But a lot of these things are like happening. They're they're liquid. They're they're moving stories. They're mm-hmm. not. They're developing, you know, mm-hmm. and we can't come to an immediate conclusion and already bombard or blacklist people because of these things, right? Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of bombarding and blacklisting and losing everything, Roseanne Barr speaking <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, so did you guys hear about this, though? Yeah. The Connors. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Mm-hmm. The Connors is being picked up. Uh, it's a new series that's not going to feature Roseanne, and she will not get any money, residual, yep. anything from it. She said in a statement that she basically wanted to get these 200 people their jobs back, and yeah. she's happy about that, and she regrets what she did, blah, blah, blah. So what do you guys think? about? I, I think that was kind of cool in a way that these people are getting their jobs back. Yeah. She's not getting any money. The mm-hmm. show can kind of continue, but it's going to be weird, you know? What did she say? Like, I don't even know. Like, you don't even want to know what she said. It was ridiculous. Uh, really need to repeat all that? Uh, uh, yeah. She compared um, a woman. She called a black woman a monkey. Yeah, yeah. basically, she compared a woman to uh, a character from Planet of the Apes and the Muslim Brotherhood. And the Muslim Brotherhood. Are you serious? Yes. And we we talked about it. Did she say that on her own free will, or did she write those lines at like three in the morning? And apparently, she said she was on Ambien and that she blamed it on that. Okay. So I liked Ambien's response. So check this shit out. Check this shit out. Hear about Ambien's response to that? Yeah, it was funny. Ambien's like all. Although we do have a lot of side effects, racism is not yeah, one of them. That was awesome. <laughs> well, a perfect here, response. Here's the crazy thing to me. So, like, as soon as it happened, a bunch of her, you know, fans, uh, they said, "No, we stand with Roseanne." And then she apologized and said, "What I did was really shitty. I'm an idiot." And then they were like, "We no, still stand." That's not yeah. shitty. That's She's a like, exactly. To be a joke. Exactly. And then and then they said, "Okay, we still stand with Roseanne." And then she was like, "Well, now I'm changing it. It was supposed to be a joke. It was supposed to be like an anti-Semitic state, How like was that against funny? against anti-Semitism." And then she went back and apologized and said, "No, it was really shitty." And I'm like, "Come on, people. Just I mean, all these I stand with Roseanne people. Just." Just look look at it. If you have to apologize to something right off the bat, it's because you said something shitty. You owned up to it. Don't backtrack. It sucks because the Connors isn't anything that I feel like I would watch. No. Anyways, no. they should no. take all those that 
the whole cast and put them in a uh, like a lost situation. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. on a plane, and then they, you know, it's a whole new different series, and zombies happen or whatever the hell, you know? Yeah. But well, if it's the same old shit, they're in that same old house with the same couch, same story Miss line, Roseanne's yeah. not there. Yeah, I'm a little uh, bit biased. I never really liked Roseanne anyway. pretty stupid. No, yeah. yeah, I didn't either, really. My I just thought she was annoying as shit. My mom didn't let us watch the show when we were growing up. Yeah. yeah. She just the fact hated for, it. For me, the fact that it's tied to the president, and it's all just, it's very, like, uh divisive and I yeah, yeah, yep. to, politically motivated yeah sp- yep. speaking to the the cast the rest of the cast like I feel like you sh- should have a standard for yourself like if you're gonna be on a show like that I understand right. like, yo, you gotta get work but then there's people that are like grips and cameramen and they're just people that are Industry trying to get people. a job so I respect that but it's also like if you're banking a couple hundred K off that you might want to see like where you're where your values are at. Right. Yeah, I mean. definitely. Yeah, I agree, man. But yeah, yeah. It, but mm-hmm. shout out to those people that got jobs though. It's everybody yeah. needs a job. I just yeah. I just think it's uh, I don't I don't really think the original Roseanne was very funny. It no. never was no. appealing no. to me as a kid. I don't it know. was always at the back end of a good lineup. I don't know what yeah. else was on, but, I, but yeah, like it was, was never the was feature. Was that Dinosaur Family? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Uh, all right, Heather Locklear apparently on a downward spiral. Oh man! As police say, this is the second time they visited her house that day. The first time was for a domestic disturbance. Uh, apparently, <laughs> she OD'd. Uh, like later, she was. Uh, she, okay, so she, first she she was arrested. Uh, she uh, was apparently re- threatening to shoot herself. Hmm. Locked up on two counts of battery. Uh, they strapped mm-hmm. her to a gurney, took mm-hmm. her to the hospital, later to jail. She is, is accused of kicking an EMT in the process. Like those guys are just trying to do their jobs, you mm-hmm. know. I did EMT training, and I, that's the kind of stuff that I feared. I'm like, you know, I can't get into this job because someone's going to be like. Fuck yeah. you! Don't save my life, you piece of shit or something. I'll right? bite you. I'll bite you. Know, it's like, have you seen her picture? Oh, she it's looks horrible. Rough. Horrible. Oh you know what? I bet, you, I bet you anything. I should have put her mugshot on here. I bet I you anything. Uh, Trent Reznor is going to hit her. Twenty k on bail, though. I think it's that. Oh yeah, that's a lot. Type <laughs> yeah. thing, you know. She's twenty k. So twenty k. She's not that hot model. She wasn't good at all. Oh yeah, that's like tar model bail. That's like me bail. No. Hey, is Trent Reznor going to give her all kinds of grief though? Because she was in a downward spiral. Okay, so then the story goes on to say that she was hospitalized for an overdose after being bailed out of jail. Literally 24 hours later, she was arrested (laughs) before punching a police officer, and she she overdosed at her house. She's arrested again, twice in one day. Yep, twice. Oh, Heather Locklear. Didn't she date Tommy, uh, Tommy, what's his face, uh, Tommy Lee? No. She did. He probably smashed. Did you? Yeah. Oh, they they did. Did. Like, that was him? Before Pamela Lee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was oh, Heather Locklear. Yeah, it was Heather oh. Locklear. Well, that whole sure. crowd is all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, they oh. might realign. They're both in the dumps. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they both get the shit beat out of them by their own kids. <laughs> she was a good-looking woman when her prime, oh, yeah. you know? She was a good-looking woman. <laughs> 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 I never thought she was very good. But now that that's gone, what hey, wait, we, wasn't uh, she in? We were talking about Wayne's World the other day. Wasn't she in there? Uh, Am I thinking man. of that other model? Oh, no, so. no. She, she, was, she was. She was Garth's yeah, love interest, Yeah, in the second right? one. Oh, in the, the second, second one. one. She made a cameo as Garth's, uh, yeah, Heather Locklear. Oh, like, yeah. that was his, yeah, he was yeah. always obsessed with her. Oh. 
Yeah, he had like this scene where she was in the donut shop and she talked to him and she had the white shirt on and she's a little stuff. she's wow, a little Britney really Spears recall that scene. <laughs> oh yeah, she had that she had that white shirt. Oh yeah, shirt. I recall I recall that scene quite a bit. It's a young adolescent male <laughs> in 1991 or two as as it was made. Don't, don't lie to us. That's what you, they showed you in the fifth grade in sex ed. <laughs> I know, right? If Garth can pull it, there's a chance for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, ladies Garth and gentlemen. Garth paved the way for us. It's like, it's possible. Oh if Garth can do it, we can do it. Yeah. 20,000, uh, though. That's funny. 20,000. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right. Check out this idea of a store. This is going on in Canada. Uh, in Ooh, Toronto. It's closers. Uh, so it's a unique grocery store that allows customers to pay what they can for food. It's called Feed It Forward Store, and it's filled with food and ingredients donated by larger grocery stores, which aren't allowed to sell their products. The pro- the produce might have a weird shape or a bruise, despite being perfectly edible. Other products are close to their expiration date, and still others are donated because it takes too much room in the warehouse. Cool. So they stock it. They invite people to take what they need for the day and pay what they can, if anything. The store does a lot of good for the community. Not only is it cutting down on food waste, but it's also giving people in need a place to shop so they don't go hungry. They yeah. actually did this in uh, here in Merced last weekend. What's that? Really? Word? Yes, they did. Oh, wow. so, Haven't they been um, having food banks for a while? Well, they have food banks, but it was um, you yeah. can make a donation and you can just go pick whatever foods you want from this specified location. Mm. You can go pick your your own foods and grab food. So yeah, that would, would never work that in money. that would never work in Winton, California. <laughs> no uh, offense, to Wint, Wint, Wintonians. No <laughs> offense. But can Canada? They just can they get any more nice? <laughs> you yeah, know, right. free grocery stores. It's a stores. boot being nice to people, eh? I'm sorry. Well, hopefully, we're progressing. Are you Canadian? Like that? No, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, no, no. It's sorry. <laughs> that sounds Amish. It's sorry. <laughs> Very similar, Amish and Canadian. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cheapest states to fly this summer for everybody. If you're trying to, <laughs> that's such a funny comparison. <laughs> Almost the same, Canadian and Amish. They are. <laughs> Oh, God. Not I just even. thought about that. First. They are, right? They're totally, they're almost identical, <laughs> dude. people speak German. They're almost identical. <laughs> are you talking about as far as accent or the people themselves? Just the people in general, the accent, everything. <laughs> they they both eat uh, bread. Uh, come on. They're I'm both right. like, come on. They're both like super friendly, apologetic. They're all super good carpenters. Hard, hardworking people. They all churn carpenters. butter. They all churn butter. You're comparing the Germans to the Amish? No, Canadians. Oh, to oh Amish. Canadians. I'm sorry. Germans? Where, Where did German? you get that I from? I do not know. I'm sorry. Kind of oh, my God. Hand overhead. All right, Dahlia. Sorry. Throw, throw a wrench into that. I know. Well, I was like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's no comparison there. <laughs> okay, cheapest dates. Let's finish this up. The last one. I just wanted to let everybody know if you're trying to fly, apparently, specifically June 23rd through August 27th, if you're lo- looking for a, uh, a deal to fly domestically, you'll want to hold off until August 28th. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for significant price drops in the early time of autumn, again, when fares drop in October and early November, it's notable there's usually a slight price hike on Labor Day weekend, obviously, for Thanksgiving, all that shit. Dope. But when it comes to European travel, prices generally start to drop around September 10th. Overall, when it comes to traveling during the summer, there are some deals to be had, but you know, it's uh, how far you're flying, basically. That's Anybody flying anywhere this year? That's good news. Nobody? Not planning nope. on it. Nope. Driving? Too poor Not to fly. On it. No. I was on the freeway for the first time today in months, and I was, like, scared. I'm sorry. I have, like, this weird thing. But <laughs> I was. Like, we went to this lunch thing with uh, with some of my uh, acquaintances, 
And we got on the freeway. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't been on the freeway in a while because I don't commute to work anymore. I, I work Did in they the start laughing at you? No, no, I was just like, like, oh, Dahlia, she doesn't get out much. <laughs> oh, I, well, I haven't been on the freeway, on the freeway in forever. <laughs> Look oh at my these cars God. whizzing it's, by me so fast. It's scary. Was that another the one flying? The freeway is a scary, scary place. You've got this guy with a trailer, and it's ricketing back and forth. And <laughs> you you like, know. The 18 yeah, wheelers will get you. It's like impending. Do it's like you're just waiting to to just be in a horrible. You shouldn't car have watched accident. Final Destination. No, I yeah. watched those movies, oh and God. I always think about that scene with the big logs on the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm. that just logs gonna come what, and that's what, just that's how it starts. Yeah. All right, listen, just starts. be afraid if you're driving down the freeway and you look to your right and look in a car and somebody's <laughs> looking at you, they're deadpan staring. It's Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> then that's that's when you know never to drive the freeway again. Oh, man. And on that note, we're going to end our episode yeah, this sorry. week for you guys. Make sure you check us out every week, thegaragerockshow.com, and check out our episode tomorrow. <laughs> All new music on 105.7 FM, also 1057thebear.com. Thanks for everybody who joined us this week, guys. Mm-hmm. Peace. Oh, wow. Poopity doop doop, scoop doop. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com